Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Always Hold On to Smallville. On this podcast, we talk about each and every episode of the Young Superman show that ran from 2001 to 2011 on the WB and the CW. But we're not talking about Smallville this week. We're talking about the next best thing, Midvale. And I'm joined by webmaster of Krypton Site and KSite TV, Mr. Craig Byrne. What's up, Craig? Hello. Um, it was kind of like we had a new episode of Smallville this season. What's up with that? It was, man. I was... Uh, it's like a lost episode. Like if they, have, if they actually made that Supergirl spinoff back in like, you know, 08 or whatever <laughs> with Laura Vandervert, <laughs> this would have been a, this would have been what it'd be, huh? Uh, probably not because they never quite figured out how to write Laura Vandervert. That's true. They, but, they would have given her amnesia or taken away her powers and they were, or put her in the Phantom Zone That's basically, or send her to the future. That's basically their three ways or four ways of writing Supergirl on Smellville, right? Yeah. I mean, what really worked was how it's weird because it's like, this was like, Smallville in the world of the Supergirl TV show. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you had familiar locations, familiar situations. You had Chloe erasing the evidence. I mean, uh, it just, it felt like, a, you know, an episode of Smallville. But it at the same time, I don't, I, I'm probably stepping over my words. I apologize to your listeners. But I think one of the things that's kind of surreal is this was a period piece that, in our reality, would have taken place during like Smallville season seven. Oh yeah, I guess so. It'd be kind of bizarre. Two thousand seven. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And okay, so there's a lot. First of all, this is going to be Midvale special number one. Okay, on Always Alone in Smallville. I'm hoping we get more Midvale episodes because I loved this episode. And you know, we were talking before recording here, Greg. And honestly, this is my favorite episode of Supergirl this season, and one think- of my favorite episodes of the whole show. It was definitely my favorite of the season um aside from maybe the crossover episode which is technically more like an episode of the flash mm-hmm. but um yeah i just i loved that it again it had that smallville vibe to it which you know we haven't seen since you know 2011 unless you count how much like teen wolf season one ripped off smallville but you know we're not going there right now or merlin or, hey merlin was on when smallville was on the air what, what when did when did Merlin end? Like a year after, maybe? Two or three years after. Okay. Because it felt um, like er- is Merlin, when it came out, it really felt like early Smallville. 
Oh yeah, when it first came out, and then the, then they made Merlin and Arthur straight, and, and it wasn't Smallville anymore. And Lena Luthor was there, so it felt a lot like Supergirl. So just all very confusing. But uh, I, uh, and, it, it, we'll just point out that the villain in you know the Supergirl movie is Morgana Le Fay, which is basically Morgana. So, you know, it's <laughs> oh, all but and we need to um, get to covering that. But uh, but yeah, this was a this was a great episode. And it really did have the Smallville vibes. There was so much Smallville connection all over it to the point of, and let's just get this, let's get this out in front off the top. There's a lot of confusion on the internet about like, oh, are they saying that this is part of Smallville's continuity? Well, that doesn't make sense. No, it's not part of Smallville's continuity. Like the whole CW-verse ex- exists on the premise of the multiverse, okay? Yeah. So you think people that watch Supergirl, and this is no offense to anyone who's confused. I'm just trying to get the facts straight here. <laughs> Well, it's, it's like the whole question of, you know, um, I guess this was an episode of Supergirl. The girl who showed up at Barry and Iris's wedding, they're like, oh, maybe she's one of the Legion of Superheroes because they're on Supergirl right now. Nope, different universe. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, the future and the past is an alternate universe. You know, I mean, the yeah. whole season two of The Flash like, really went above and beyond to establish their multiple Earth, Supergirls on Earth. What number is it? Like 38? 30. Okay. Yeah. Why did they pick that number? Uh Superman first appeared in 1938. Okay, I'm assuming it's a good enough reason as any, I guess. Yeah, um, people have asked me what small, what Earth Smallville would be on, and I always say Earth 10 because of 10 seasons. I don't know. I just joke it's Earth S for Smallville, but <laughs> technically Shazam and all of them are from Earth S, which turned into Earth Five, I think. Is Harry, is Harry Wells going to tell us? Okay, there's a 54th Earth. It's called Earth S. <laughs> just going to pop up these. No, numbers. no, no. That would have been the perfect thing to put in this crossover. Just have Harry Wells say, yeah, there, there's a 53rd Earth where Superman doesn't put on a costume. hey Yeah, Superman not to fly. Um, oh. So, yeah, just to, so just to catch up with you a bit, Greg, before, before we jump into uh, yeah. the real discussion. So, you, you've, been, you've been making the rounds, um, as you do, covering television shows. And uh, Tom Welling, he's back on TV, guys. He's come out of hibernation. He's back on broadcast television, primetime. Uh, it was very interesting to see pro- literally promos for Lucifer said, Smallville's Tom Willing. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> Smallville name drop. Um, so, so he's back. He's doing press. And you, my friend, got a chance to talk to Tom Willing after all these years. This is my first time talking to him for more than like 20 seconds. Um, it was very interesting. Basically what happened was Fox did it. They called it the Night of Two Toms. They showed the Sinnerman episode, which aired last week. Um, it was like in a bar type thing. They had like hot wings and, you know, devilish food. Um, and yeah, afterwards, the two Toms, Tom Ellis and Tom Welling, or T-Dubs as they call him on set, um, did a little interview with us. Um, I kind of threw him for a loop by asking him if it was purposeful that he didn't call a certain character on the show Chloe until episode eight or so. Um, he didn't quite understand the significance of that at first, but then he got it and then he got, you know, he was all happy, but he was in a really good mood. He seems very relaxed. Like, and he seems genuinely happy to be working again and doing a show that he seems to really like here in LA. And, um, and of course he's worked with Greg Beeman again, who is like probably Smallville's number one director. Um, yeah, it was, um, it was a good time. Um, I have to say, all my little Tom Welling snark, you know, on this podcast, I feel a little bad about it because he was very nice to me. And he was very nice to everyone. I mean, he, like, I, I think, you know, the time he did Smallville, he was probably super stressed. 
And now it's just like, you know what? I'm just having fun. I'm playing this character. Um, there's some very cool stuff that happens with this character in this week's episode, if you guys missed it. Mm-hmm. Very um, cool. Which aired December 11th. So whenever this runs. Um, the only problem with Lucifer, of course, and it goes back to what we're recording about, is it's on the exact same time as Supergirl. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you got to pick. It's like Superman, Supergirl, I don't know. What do I, I want to watch this week? I never watched Lucifer. I'm I am the exact target audience they're looking to grab. I never. I was like, well, uh, I'm not interested, you know. And it's like Tom Welling's back. Oh, all right, well, I have no, to watch it. Honestly, it's a show. I mean, I could see where somebody who's not seen the show would find it very off-putting. Um, me being somebody who knew the comics, I'm like, this doesn't really have anything to do with Lucifer the comic. But then I saw the show. Um, you know, I do recommend, even though Tom's not in until season three, start from the pilot. I'm pretty sure they're on Netflix or something like that. They, they, I know they're on Hulu, my friends. They're on Hulu. And isn't Smallville still on Hulu? Yeah, Hulu? Well, it is. Always on to Hulu. Yeah, exactly. So you got to hold, always hold on to Hulu so you can watch Smallville and Lucifer. And maybe they even have Cheaper by the Dozen there somewhere. <laughs> I have to look it up. Uh, but, the, the, fog. the great thing is, oh, God, the fog. I can't, we're going to cover the fog one day, guys. It's going to be okay. fun. I'm but, not uh, going to be on that one. Elizabeth! That's all I remember. The whole, oh, my gosh. Turtlenecks in the entire movie. That's all I remember. The, um, he, he looked like, a, you know, when it was an Odyssey in season eight, he looked like his fog character. <laughs> when he was just hanging out on a dock working on a ship or something but anyway like spoiler since we're your show is still like holding on to like season two well you know i've spoiled everything on this show i i feel bad about people who are watching in chronological order but considering i talk about the finale like every episode and how just <laughs> especially when i'm on them yeah you know going <laughs> well, back to merlin merlin had yeah. a much worse finale than oh yes uh my friend lance Lester, he he watched merlin all the way through and he told me he's like you know what don't don't bother the finale it's worse than smallville so i was like how but, can it be worse but than if smallville? you watch the season one finale i think that's the one that like the plot is almost identical to splinter oh okay I think that's the one. Is it? Whichever. Anyway, it's been a long time since yeah. I watched it. But I'm like, this feels like a Smallville I just watched like last week. Um, but yeah, like going back to, you know, why we're recording so yes. we don't, you know, <laughs> go on Ian level lengths. Ian, you're awesome. Um, Shout out to you, Ian. Ian, woohoo. Um, yeah, like going back to this, it's like, it felt like watching an episode of Smallville and not in a bad way. It felt. I, it, it's interesting because I talked to a friend of mine who's a writer for Supergirl and I was like, for example, they used the school at the Vancouver Technical School, which they occasionally use for the exterior of Smallville High School. And I asked him, I was like, was that intentional? And he's like, probably not. It just happened to be the location they used. And it's like, I, I'm surprised they didn't run any Power Rangers or Twilight <laughs> people there or something. Exactly. But I don't know if Twilight was done there. I know for a fact Power Rangers was. That was yeah. like I, I was like, oh look, it's it's Roy from the office, and he's at the Smallville High School. <laughs> That's what I noticed in the Power Rangers trailer. That's show. crazy, but yeah, you know, it's like you saw that school, and I got super excited when I saw that, and you know, I saw people tweeting before I saw the episode that Chloe Sullivan was name dropped, and I'm like, no way, you know, because yeah. I had tweeted earlier that day. I was like, you know, now would be the perfect time to introduce Chloe into Supergirl continuity, and I was just joking. I had no idea. Well, the so. thing about the thing about Chloe, and I guess to wrap around what we were kind of lead, leading off with, like people to just don't be confused. Like this is its own Supergirl, it's its own continuity. Jimmy Olsen does not have a younger brother named Jimmy Olsen. 
You know, there's <laughs> uh, younger Tess. white brother, Jimmy. Yes. <laughs> Tess, Tess is not Tess. Tess is Lena Luther. So that, there's, I just, I guess people, they, they, I, Chloe Sullivan's new, I get it, but she's like a Harley Quinn or a live wire. She's a character who was introduced in a different medium than the comics, became super popular in that medium, and then they incorporated her into the overall lore of the, of the Superman lore. So yeah, just it's because, like we've had multiple Clark Kent. Yes, there's multiple Perry Whites yeah, and Lois Sullivan. Lanes and all these people. There can be multiple Chloe Sullivan, so it's not the same Allison Mack, Chloe Sullivan, which is probably for the Although, best. Although the Allison Mack, Chloe Sullivan did appear earlier this season on Smallville as part of that group that worships Supergirl. Yes, <laughs> yes so it's been... It's <laughs> they 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 even had like little Superman Supergirl tattoos branded on. No, I'm just. Oh boy, yeah. Well, you know, and it's an elephant in the room here with with Allison Mack, right? This this episode Midvale uh, aired literally the week that the week after that all the news of Allison Mack came out about did her. Did you guys call. cover this on the show? We we talked a little bit about it because Lance and I did an episode on the Chloe Chronicle. Literally the next episode we were going to do oh, was the awkward. Chloe Chronicles, and it's like, well, we kind of have to talk about it. <laughs> so what's Allison Mack up to these days? So we talked about it in brief. I mean, like it's, it's a screwed up story, but I mean, I have to, this is, this is just me processing it, you know, just having, yeah, having a laugh about it. I don't know. Processing it. I don't and, know how else to respond to that. Right. But it's weird because I mean, if that news hadn't dropped when it did, I think we would have been filled with even warmer and fuzzier feelings when we heard the name Chloe. Yeah. You're like, Oh, but, Chloe. I think this the appeal of the Chloe Sullivan character is that, you know, maybe because she was unique to Smallville, she brings a certain happy feeling out in people. Like, I remember watching Homecoming, and when they name-dropped Chloe and had, you know, the little Junior Clark and Chloe going on, mm -hmm. um, that was probably my favorite Chloe moment since, like, season seven when she left the Daily Planet because it, it felt like we had the old, like, early seasons Chloe back. Right. And by having somebody like, oh, yeah, Chloe can find this data. It's like, oh, this is, this is my happy place. Right. Because those are words I never expected to hear again, really. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I they, mean like, they... even if Smallville came back as a series with all the same actors, which it won't, um, just warning you guys, <laughs> um, don't get your hopes up. But even then, you know, calling Chloe for help doesn't have the same significance as picturing a Chloe at the torch with their little green computer, right. you know, just finding whatever detail she needs to find. And, you know, I like that thought. And I, I, I yeah, my mental picture did have Allison Mack there. I mean, I know it's not the same universe, mm -hmm. but in earth 38, I imagine Chloe looks like Allison Mack circa 2002 or so. Well, there you go. And that's, yeah. that's the thing. Like it's, it would have been all the people that are confused that this is a different earth. How confused would they have been if Tom Welling had played Superman on Supergirl? Their minds would have exploded, you know? Yeah, but you know, I remember when Tom did an interview, he's like, it's not the same character, which is true. It would have been interesting, kind of like how in the recent crossover we saw, you know, Melissa Benoist and Stephen Amell play different earth versions of their characters. Mm -hmm. So this could just be Tom playing a different Earth version of Superman who was fully formed and not as much of a big dumb alien. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it would have been kind of a cheat, though, because, you know, we saw, I mean, of, of any Superman actor, really, like a whole generation grew up with him. Right. You know, we saw him in high school <clears throat> and we saw him, you know, on that rooftop in the final episode. 
And so to have had that journey and not had the real finale and then suddenly be thrown into that. With that said, I would really love, I mean, we know the DC movies are kind of a mess right now, Mm -hmm. but I would really love a crisis on the infinite earth movie that brings together anybody who's ever been in any of these projects. Well, I, you know, I used to think that was a pipe dream and I still think it is on the, on the big screen, but I think on the small screen, they could do it. Well, you know, the flash, the crisis happened in 2024. That's when the flash will probably end. Mm -hmm. We guess about time. You know, maybe even Justin Hartley will be free by then. Oh yeah, man, this is us. I just started watching it and I got caught up on Hulu. Another reason to get Hulu, everybody, this is us. Justin Hartley is amazing at it. I, I honestly, I probably would not have tried watching it not for Justin Harley. You know, I'm like, oh, cool. Grinnell from Smallville. Like, I'll, Clearly, I'll you only show. watch things if Smallville people are in it. Do you watch cult videos too? <laughs> not necessarily. So, <laughs> but, but there's Smallville. Smallville is making a comeback, man. Not itself. Like you said, don't get your hopes up, people. Although I will say 2018 would be the perfect time to revive it because that is the flash forward in the future at the end of the finale. So just throwing that out there. But, uh, Tom Welling's on Lucifer, which, by the way, I love that show. I never thought I would say that, and I will well, go back. I will go back and fi- finish the first two seasons now because I really enjoy that show. I don't know if I finished what I was saying about that, but like I was a little skeptical of the oh, show. Yeah. And We've been all over it. the place here. It's all good. Go yeah. ahead. Then I saw the show, like starting from the pilot, and I'm like, this is a really likable cast with really cool characters. Um, it's fun. Um, really good writing. Um, I really like it, and I think um, Chloe's at the door. <laughs> My mom's dog. She's trying to scratch in the door, and I'm ignoring her. Mom! Okay, sorry about that. So, yes, for those listening, so Zach doesn't have to edit this, I am staying at my mom's house, and her dog's name is actually Chloe. So there you go. And, you know, by the time she's older, her cousin Lois is going to die and she's going to take the name Lois Lane. There you go. Always alone in Smallville, baby. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, Lucifer is a great show, so you should give it a chance. Definitely. I enjoy it. But, you know, of course, watch Supergirl first. But. Well, you know, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I, watched, I watched Lucifer live. I watched Supergirl later. I'm just saying. Except for you should have watched Midvale first. Yeah. Because well. <laughs> that was a good episode. Well, how do I'm supposed to know they're going to have a good episode this season, Craig? Hey, no, it's okay. Um, the third, what is up with the third season slump with these shows, though? I don't know what it is. Uh, well, you know, the weird thing is, like, I remember when Smallville was on, a lot of people were down on season three being so dark, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, season four, you know, it was kind of like Flash, where it's like, ooh, we're going to return to the lightness and all that. But, Season three of Smallville had some really good episodes. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, Supergirl's been quite there yet, but let's hold out hope. Yeah. Hold out an S. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, But but yeah, so, so, you know, like I said, Smallville, Justin Hartley's on This Is Us, Tom Welling's on Lucifer, uh, Kristen Couric has a new show coming out on the uh, CBC. Uh, it's called Burden of Truth. So it looks interesting. Uh, Erica Durant is now guest starring on Supergirl. And, uh, and she was in this episode. Yeah, she was in this episode. Yeah, so which, which was completely unnecessary and ridiculous. But we can which get Which also had a weird kind of Smallville-ish vibe because it sounded like she was doing the Sheriff Nancy voice. Yeah, so I'm like, why? She putting on some kind of accent? It's, it's yeah. odd. But, uh, but yeah, so Smallville, they're all coming back everywhere. And then Michael Rosenbaum, of course, has this podcast, which I 
think is getting up there in popularity is probably with me. I love it seeing him tie. You never know who's going to show up. We've got Michael Rooker this week. Yeah, uh, Yandu from Guardians of the Galaxy, who of to course me, came I back just want to offer him a chocolate covered pretzel. <laughs> what? Is he going to have Sly Stallone on? You think? Oh, I'm sure he'll try at least. <laughs> he'll try. Sly Stallone, who was also in an episode of This Is Us with Justin Hartley. Oh, because Peter Petrelli played his son in Rocky Balboa. See, it's all connected, Craig. And Nathan um, Petrelli is on Supergirl now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so anyway it's it's everywhere it's fun to have these connections but let's just talk on through the episode so just some points that that i wanted to bring out a lot mainly smallville connections i'm sorry i need to interrupt just oh, yeah. something just hit me morgan edge showed up in smallville season three starting with the season premiere mm-hmm. morgan edge showed up in, yeah morgan edge showed up in supergirl season three starting with the season premiere so is he going to come back played by a different character in the second half of season three, Craig? Yeah, it's going to be Siler. <laughs> it's going to be Zachary Quinto. It's going to be Spoiler, it's Siler. <laughs> could, they, could they not, what was the deal with that? Could they not get Rucker Hauer back for just one episode? I think it was something, I mean, it was something serious. Like Rucker Hauer was going to come back, but then his wife died or was Ooh. sick or something. Thanks. It was something serious. It wasn't like, oh, man, I'm not coming back to do this show. Okay, no, well, there was a good reason. It's a bad reason, but it's, yeah. it's good to know that there were no hard feelings. Because, I mean, he's a he's big-time actor. He's a great guy. Blade Runner, hello. You know, that's yeah. relevant again. Blade Runner 2049. So, yeah, getting rid of saw. Which I saw. I did uh, You didn't see. You're part of the problem, Craig. You're part of the problem. Great. Blade no, Runner. I, I'm, I'm seeing a much better sci-fi movie on Thursday. At least I hope it's better. Uh, Justice League? <laughs> crickets uh, I anyway. wish I could like smack you through this <laughs> uh, I, I love Blade Runner Mark of Kane on you <laughs> no no don't no, spoilers Dean uh, Kane <laughs> oh it's all like oh man oh man it's all connected uh, who's also who's also on Supergirl? He wasn't in this episode though. But by the way, okay, so let's get into it here because I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Midvale because that's a, it's a Midvale special. But you know, yes. and Craig, it goes the conversation goes everywhere, and I love it. And another Smallville connection. Helen Slater was in the episode. That's well, yes, yes, she was, she was. But here's the deal with Helen Slater. I feel like she is much better used here in Supergirl than she was in Smallville. Like that was oh, the Smallville that the episodes with uh, Laura were so bad. Well, yeah, it was Laura, um, Clark's mother. Blue and Laura, those were the two episodes she yeah, was in, and then she was in, again in season ten in the holographic message. But I mean, she was it's they just made the Kryptonians feel human, and I'm like, Kryptonians aren't human. Stop it. They're just hanging out at the barn. I mean, what? Like what? Yeah. It's just that that never set right. And it was cool that she was Supergirl's. I mean, she was the last Supergirl, and Smallville was great about that, like bringing back people. They they brought back literally everyone from the Christopher Reeve movies who would come back, and uh, she's beautiful. Yeah, she has not aged. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, she's got the Aunt Becky thing going on right now. <laughs> yeah, so, and yeah, it's funny. She did, they didn't change her at all for the flashbacks, but you're like, you know what? She probably looks the same for the last 10 years, so that's fine. Uh, yeah. So, so Helen, Helen Slater, of course, comes back. She's been established as, as uh, Kara's adoptive mother. Carrie and, and Alex is the uh, other. Another Smallville connection was like bad pop music. Spread the <laughs> at, the, at the end for sure i forgot about that, that oh man that, what would have made it even better is if it, i don't think it was a song they used on smallville oh they should have picked a small it's just a smallville song or something right that would have been hilarious like oh, get man. some cold play or something oh like play that. some evanescence lifehouse lifehouse oh, li- oh yes the lifehouse the love the love song of smallville for sure everything um, yes. but, but okay so so i'm gonna nail this down here okay when does this episode take place like in reference to 
when Kara came to Earth? Like, is this like right after? Kara came to Earth when she was like 12. Uh-huh. I think here she was like 14 or 15. Okay, so yeah. But okay. also it was after Jeremiah was taken away. And obviously she had a year or two to know Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. She had, they both had a year or two to completely change in appearance. Um, which by the way, I, hate, I usually hate recasting. Okay. But these kids are perfect. They look like, seriously, I was, when they do the transition from modern day to old times and they, and they, and they you know, pick the, the sheet up. I'm like, is that still Melissa? <laughs> like I couldn't well, tell. They look I so will much say alike. though that like the girl, I, I'm, I feel bad for not remembering the name of the actress that play is the new young Kara. Looks like if you had mated Melissa Benoist and Laura Vandervoort and mixed them together, <laughs> she has Laura's cheekbones. So, but yeah, no, I love that. Um, I think it's interesting that Supergirl's flashback managed to have a Kenny, yet in 10 seasons of Smallville, we never got our Kenny Braverman. So, what? So, I, when they initially introduced this guy, I was like, is this Kenny Braverman? Like, and it was like Kenny Lee, I it's think. Kenny it Lee, and, then he, and, then, and they're like, hey, watch out, you're going to get in an accident. I'm like, oh, he's going to get in an accident, get his powers. But no. <laughs> Meteor rocks. Now, that yeah, been oh my gosh, and electricity with, oh man, that would have been something else. But did, did you, so. Do, do you like these new actresses as, as, as the character? Yeah, I think, I think I they're mean, perfect, actually. You know, I, I usually complain about recasting all day long, but they were spot on. And I uh, just admit, though, when I watched the Supergirl pilot, I thought that was actually Kylie Lee in the flashback with a wig. Because <laughs> I'm dumb, apparently. But, um, yeah, yeah, I liked it. But I also liked that we got some background. I mean, I think the best stories of anything give us a little background to why characters act the way they do. It's like... I think the might have been the last time I was on your show or one of the last times was lineage. Mm-hmm. And you know, that explained the relationship between the Kents and the Luthers a lot more. Um, this one, you know, we never knew there was a time when Alex and Cara really weren't besties. That's and true. I liked that. I mean, I liked that they kind of showed and they kind of showed, I think in a way they kind of showed why Cara helps people and why she likes to help people and use her powers in that way. Yeah. And it, it did really inform, I, I thought it would be really easy to make Alex look like just a jerk, but she had perfectly legitimate reasons. She was like, hey, before you showed up, like I had two parents and my life was great. <laughs> you know, now my dad's gone. And I have to look after you. And, uh, and, that, and that stuff flares up sometimes in their adult life. And it, it was good to inform that in the past. But, uh, but yeah, I guess my, my whole point with the new actresses was because they're older, it's not, so, it's not like, oh, look, I know she looked like this yesterday, but she looks like this today. Like there's, you, can, you can believe that they, you know, grew into these different characters honestly it's a better recasting than um the thing with Alora. yes yes that's very distracting i'm i, I mean i love erica durant don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but it's so weird to have like Kara be like yeah i had a dream and my mother was in it. Like, that's not your mother yeah it's, it's, it's like not a- even your aunt <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna have erica with a white streak be her aunt and can, can, can we oh, i really want to see i want to see astra <laughs> with the white streak and two erica drances Here, here's the deal though look we love erica drance i'm glad she's part of the show but if you can't get the original actress just don't just don't go back to allure anymore just don't do it right. she's a she's a dead character there's no need to recast you just don't talk to the ship anymore done or you know, make it like a character like Lara, who we only saw briefly in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't, really... you don't make it like a, a regular character, her and her twin, in the first season. Although that was so weird, though, watching the Supergirl pilot when they had, you know, Astra first show up. I'm like, okay, I'm confused. I don't yeah. get it. I was like, oh, is your mom going to be alive the whole time and be a villain? Like, what is this? Like, and then you Didn't Arrow that. just do that with Moira? You know? 
Well, the uh, and that's the other thing I was thinking about with Arrow when they recast uh, Sarah Lance. You know, <laughs> they have this whole episode in season one devoted to oh look, there's this picture and this girl looks like Sarah, and they go find her like oh look, it doesn't, it's not Sarah, guys, it's somebody else. I'm gonna be like yeah, because Sarah's blonde first of all. <laughs> if you look back at those, I did appreciate that they reshot some of the flashbacks on the boat with uh, yeah. Candy Lots. But anyway, re- recast. You can talk all day about it. But but yeah, the thing with Erica Durant is just, and why, is she, why is she in this episode, Craig? Explain to me. Why was that scene necessary? Because it's the ultimate Smallville tribute episode, <laughs> and you can't have Smallville without at least one of the lead actors from the but, show. And but it makes no sense. always busy doing Lucifer. <laughs> well, it, it makes no sense because, okay, so Kara's going you know around. It would have been better mm-hmm. if I had been writing for Supergirl. Here's my audition to write for Supergirl because I know you guys recently fired somebody. Yo. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> they should have, if John Jones is going to come by the house in a different form, have him show up as Phil Morris. Thank you. Thank you. If, this show does, if he does not turn to Phil Morris, the show is a failure. The show is a failure. I mean, they, they already denied me my t- my uh, Terry Hatcher and Dean Cain reunion at the end of last season. Give us this, at least. That's, here's the thing, though, right? So, so Kara's going around using her superpowers, right? And by the way, we're going to talk some spoilers in this And she kind of does the Clark thing of, like, just, like, throwing people. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> also, Smallville tribute. Uh, but she's going around doing her powers, and... and uh, Eliza, her, her mom is her adoptive mother is is upset about it, and she says, "Okay, if you're not going to listen to me, you're going to listen to her." And it's and you see you see the the new Alara, <laughs> uh, because uh, Kara's like, "Mom," and they cut the commercial. Like it's like, "Oh my God, what, what is going on?" And then we come back from commercial, and it's like, "Oh, I'm not your mother, kid." And I'm Sheriff Nancy Adams. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that a mother? <laughs> But, but what, who? Okay, so John. So so what? I don't understand. Did 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 Eliza call the the DEO, and they sent? Or did John pretend to be Eliza, saying somebody's going to talk to you? Oh, were they in the same scene? Hmm. I can't remember. Because because remember, nobody knew that John Jones. Uh, well, that right. Hank Henshaw was John Jones at this point. So nobody. Oh, nobody knew. Oh, let's go call our shapeshifter friend. To mess right. with our adopted daughter's mind, or maybe they're on the Smallville continuity plan, uh, and just God, it's so confusing. But, but then, and then, just on top of that, how do they knew what Alora looked like anyway? Because right, I mean, to my knowledge, they wouldn't have seen the ship or anything until Kara activated it. Or I don't know. It's I just feel like it was ridiculous. Uh, you know Alora might have been in the DEO's files. As one of the Fort Ross files, maybe. The yeah. Fort Ross files, yeah. Okay. Maybe so. Okay, I'll give him that. But they should have seen Laura. What's yeah, her name? Let's <laughs> be honest. Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going down a rabbit hole. John Jones was busy on Earth 53, 54, I mean. Yeah. And he was a big fan of Small. No, he was on Earth Prime and he watched Smallville every week. And he's like, you know what? I really like that Lois. So I'm just going to turn into her. And there we go. And then her name was Noel Neal, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, of course. Uh, you know, of the two, Craig, who do you prefer, Noel Neal or Phyllis Coates? I always had a soft spot for Phyllis Coates because she played Lois's mother in the Lois and Clark season one finale. Mm-hmm. I, I never really had a preference on the original show, although I did love Noel Neal's cameo in Superman Returns. Speaking of people who belong in jail. Uh. Um, <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, I, I liked that she cameoed in Superman Returns, and of course she, she didn't she cameo in Lois and Clark as well, or no? No, that was Phyllis Coates. 
Oh, you know what? It was her, and then it was uh, – I was thinking of uh, Jack Larson. He was in Lois and Clark. Yeah, he uh, played an aged Jimmy Olsen. Oh, no. I, no Noel Neal and Jack Larson were in Superboy, I think. Yes, they were in together, yeah. Gotcha. They, okay, gotcha. And now Jack Larson's ghost is going to play the older version of Jimmy on Supergirl. No, Good, to Good to know. Good to know. That's going to work. I think I kind of like – you know, I kind of like Phyllis Coates better too, but maybe because it's just something alternate and different. Maybe because Noel Neal's has been – Although, isn't much, Phyllis Coates' season the only one that's in black and white? Well, the, the first two seasons of Adventure Superman are in black and white, and those are the best two seasons because they're like a Although little more – I love um, – this is another one of our many tangents. <laughs> I love The Unknown People, which is pretty much Superman and the Mole Man movie, like turned into oh, episodes. yeah. That's one of my favorite episodes of the Adventures of Superman. So, well, yeah, that's and that's yeah, that's Phyllis Coast in the first season, and then it's 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 basically just like you know, man on the street, crime boss, Superman. I like that kind of day in the life stuff. Here's this, some interesting trivia hmm? about Adventures of Superman, but it kind of relates to all these shows and people coming back. The character of Inspector Henderson um, never showed up. Did he ever show up in Smallville? I don't think so. Because he did show, the actor that played Inspector Henderson, one of his last roles was on the original Flash TV show in a cameo. Oh, cool. kind of cool. But in the Arrowverse or whatever verse it's going to be, Inspector Henderson is a character that's going to be on Black Lightning. Oh, interesting. Okay. And, but, but Black Lightning is not going to be on Earth 1. It's going to be on a different Earth, right? I don't know, because in the pilot, they make a reference to Heroes in Other Cities. Ooh. But I mean, keeping their options open. Oh, yeah, I'll be, I mean, not? then again, Chloe dropped the names of the billionaire <laughs> with toys, and oh, that's one of the worst quotes ever. <sighs> epic, epic eye roll. I did yeah. love the bit in the Birds of Prey pilot where they mentioned that people might get powers from meteor rocks. Yeah, like the metahuman yeah. theory or whatever they say. Well, back when they thought they were gonna cross those over. Oh um, man, because the the we you know we probably had this exact same conversation before. It, it you know. So forgive us, listeners. But hashtag, what is, it's all connected. Hashtag, it's all connected. If you had, you had Smallville, and then you had Birds of Prey, and then you had Aquaman, and then you had that weird Flash proposed pilot they were talking about. Where he traveled through time? <laughs> yes, and had like a lightning bolt and, on his backpack. <laughs> and now we've seen the from the Flash TV show that the Flash traveling through time never ends well. <laughs> Let's see, exactly. Although if he wants to redo the end of this year's crossover, he's more than welcome to do it. Oh boy, yeah, that's a that's a you know, and we could you know what guys, uh, people always say, hey, you're gonna talk about Suicide Squad, hey, you're gonna talk about the crossover on the Arrowverse. No, because Superman's not on it, okay, and we only talk about things Superman's in. Just like this episode, clearly I'm a hypocrite. I'm just, <laughs> but anyway, no, because they mentioned Superman. As they mentioned, thank you. They mentioned Although Superman. They yeah. Although like, I love how everybody is so like. I don't know if the word is chill or whatever about Clark's secret identity because she refers to Clark as Clark to mm-hmm. her sister. I mean, I guess her sister would know Clark as Superman, but still, I feel like she did that when Superman was actually on the show a couple. Yeah, times. I feel like that too. It's like, hey, does everyone in the DEO know that uh, they're related? But uh, but my, my point there was, you know, we could have talked about the crossover, Craig, and they done one thing, which I think they should have done. I don't know why they didn't do it. The Tom Wellington and Lucifer now. <laughs> no, the fewer should have been. Superman. He could have been like the big boss at the end. They could have have had a picture of him the first three episodes and he could have been like the big boss at the end, you know? They probably would have if they could. Um, I think they're probably limited in how often they can use Superman. Mm -hmm. But... um, Is there there two night, four show crossover movie? Like, just bring him in for a scene. Didn't they do a story like that on Superboy? 
Uh, they did an they did an episode where they kind of go through different times. But man, these shows they should just stop copying each other, don't they? There's no originality anymore. Yeah, uh, they go to an Earth where he's like, you know, the evil overlord of that Earth. Yeah, so. it's like all these shows have all done an episode called Bizarro. <laughs> It's so like a rule of a Superman TV show. We needed we needed Ultraman, you know, or, or whatever they wanted to call him. Uberman, Ubermatch. He would have been Ubermatch <laughs> for the Nazis, and he could have been the fewer. I think that would have made more sense. Uh, because where is had the Green Arrows with his cousin? Well, but, then what, what, <laughs> but where was that Superman? You know, they never say. So, and and then we have we have Earth One Wells, Obard on Wells no. no sense, Craig. It made no sense. It also made no sense for Oliver and Felicity to ruin Barry and Iris's <laughs> wedding. I mean, I'm I'm not going to say anything else that I've said. Any other comparisons I've made because I got in trouble on Twitter for that the other day. But no, I, I agree with you, man. It, it, but all, all those nitpicks aside, uh, some being better than others, I thought it was a great, you know, as always. I just I kind of feel like. I mean, yeah, I love the wedding. I, I was, I was annoyed. Okay, we're going on a tangent here. I'm just gonna jump right into it. Just do it. Just do it. I was annoyed that they vaporized the greatest American hero, and nobody (laughs) talked about it later. Like, hey, that dude was vaporized at her wedding. Oh, the legends made everybody forget. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. You know that was kind of lame. But I'm sure Smallville did that a couple times too, where Clark threw somebody and didn't even think about it. Like, oh, he's dead. Oh well. What they did with Bridget Crosby, that was pretty cold-blooded. <laughs> that was kind of like the Wicked Witch of the West. I didn't oh, see her feet. There's her leg. <laughs> oh, boy. Margot Kidder on Supergirl. Someone, someone suggested that she play Martha Kent. I'm like, that's... Oh. I'd be down with that. I'd like that. And then, uh, and then uh, uh, Mark McClure can be Jonathan Kent. Done. Sold. <laughs> Mark McClure, who was in Justice League. He was in Justice League. Yeah, so, and, you know, I think we had a few Smallville people who showed up again. Well, you had, well, you had Dr. Hamilton uh, yeah. as, as basically the same character he always plays. as uh, <laughs> The guy from Eureka. Yeah, the guy from Eureka. Uh, who uh, Bile, Bile Terminator Dyson, too. Terminator too. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in Stealth as well. <laughs> where he did the same thing he created in AI. So, oh boy, he's a, but hey, he does, no one does, no one does, well-meaning scientist creates evil artificial intelligence than Joe Morton, let me tell you. Uh, he was in it. Uh, Mark McCurr, he, of course, played Dax Sawyer in season seven of Smallville. Uh, cre- and his hairpiece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so awkward when you watch the season six DVD and there's like the interview with all the Jimmys and he doesn't have the hairpiece on. It's like, wait a minute. And, and, and the guy they're talking to is not the Jimmy. He's Henry James Olsen. Didn't think about that, did they? No, uh, because he was Jimmy Olsen in the series finale uh, yeah 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 well anyway uh and then of course we had the uh uh what was her name uh, the girl who guest starred on that episode with a fat suck no, i'm just kidding amy adams of course is lois lane she was in smallville um, oh that was the best episode of all time <laughs> which had joe morton and any ends in it i might add so i guess zach snyder that was his favorite episode of smallville <laughs> so I need well, that's my universe. actually that's one thing that can this is related so i'm not going too much on attention but that was one thing that came up with tom and i'm sure you've read interviews where it's been talked about joe henderson who's the executive producer of lucifer was a huge smallville fan mm-hmm. and he had had pitched an episode of smallville that they were seriously considering using so he was always kind of like in their orbit and so he had been a fan of tom's before tom was even cast yeah, it's funny to hear uh, Welling talk about that. He's like, yeah, he's telling me stuff about what I did on Smallville. I'm like, I don't remember that, man. 
<laughs> it's true because you know when these actors they're working seven days a week you know it just it all blurs together and 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 it's so far removed from where they are they don't they don't assimilate it like we do we we sit here we watch it we talk about it we analyze it we look forward to it to them you know it's just another day at work so you, you know, and it was an, a never-ending day of yeah work. especially for, and, and, and that's that's probably why he enjoys Lucifer, Lucifer so much. He's a supporting character. He's only on a he handful. He gets to sleep. He gets to eat. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, he doesn't have to be in, like, literally on Smallville. He was in 80% of the scenes, you know, as, yeah. the, as the star. So it's, it's, it's probably a, a, an easy, very easy compared to what he was doing back then. But anyway. And he was also away from his family and friends in L.A. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's being able to be local like that. I mean, that's why we don't have Calista Flockhart anymore on Supergirl. But I did like how uh, Helen Slater was reading a book by Kent Grant. Did you catch yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Uh, but yeah, getting back to the what but, we're supposed to be talking about, right? Yeah, you, but, you know, I was going to say also, and <laughs> always holding on to Smallville. I actually told Tom about this when, I, like, I was in Vancouver about a month ago. And every time I would see a Smallville location, I'd have to like ex- excitedly tell everybody. And <clears throat> my friend Sydney, who interviewed Tom earlier this year, she started, it was basically like a Smallville swear jar. Every time I referenced Smallville, she's like, you owe me $15. And if I sideways referenced it without saying the show name, it's 20 Damn. So it's a good thing I'm broke because if I wasn't, I'd be having to fork over a lot of money too. <laughs> Smallville swear jar, it's great. Yeah, but to... yeah, so we so we right. had that. Um, yeah, I mean, I just liked the whole. It's weird though because I feel like Supergirl spent more time like actually in school than Smallville ever did. Oh yeah, that we've already seen like a class, which is. <laughs> The real classroom, not just sex ed with the hot teacher. Uh, but speaking of inappropriate student teacher relations, they 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 went they went full River, Riverdale with this, didn't they? Forgot about that. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, which is uh like throwing in a lot of stuff here, Supergirl, for yeah. uh when you know and, and on small that shows you the, that shows the culture that 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 how it's changed in two thousand two that was like played for laughs on Smallville and now it's like that's a very serious offense. This guy's going to jail. Statutory rape. Like we're, like Alex is not messing around when she's talking about how much trouble that guy's gonna get Although, in. Although you know Smallville at least had uh what was her name, Desiree? Yeah. Yeah. They at least had her seduce Lex. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean she you was know? working on Clark though. She was working on Clark. And so was Lex, but still <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, and then you get you get see see this is again this is just made me feel like I was watching Small again uh, you know inappropriate student teacher relations Jason Teague and Lana Lang right yes and Lex the, the the model of model citizen got him fired for having an inappropriate relationship with Lana <laughs> oh man but yeah. um, and then he ended up he waited until she was in marrying him. He waited until she was in college, good sir. Um, oh, anyway, it makes it so different. Another another small thing that that uh, small uh, Smallville small thing that connected to Smallville was uh, doing the rope climb in the gym class. Oh yeah, that was brilliant. That is one of my favorite. Like, man, what's wrong? Sorry. <laughs> well, me and uh, me, me and Lance, we have a uh, we you know being best friends, we have a lot of quotes that we say to each other about all this nonsense, and um, <laughs> it was like whenever somebody would have a headache. It, <laughs> He'd be like, hey, it's because you got to get your blood pumping. Yeah. Because that's what the stupid coach tells Clark when he says he has a headache. And it's like the most ridiculous, like, gym teacher thing to say to someone. Uh, that's what he says to them when they climb up the rope. And unlike Smallville, there actually are safety mats under these ropes. Because in the X-ray episode, he falls like 30 feet right onto the floor. They're like, whoa, you all right? It's like if he wasn't Superman, he'd broken every bone in his body. It's ridiculous. So, 
I'm surprised he didn't like put a dent in the floor. Yeah, exactly. Or shatter the, the wood or whatever, right? But if um, it was Lucifer Tom Welling, he would have. <laughs> so uh, you know, they do mention Lex Luthor. Um talking about how Superman busts some guy named Lex Luthor, some kids in the in the lunch line. And and they don't know who he is, which again, guys, shows that if this was Smallville, everybody in Smallville would know that Lex Luthor was from there. Although this is Midvale, so Lex Luthor doesn't live there. This is Midvale. That oh, very true. Dang, he got me on that one. But they were at Smallville High School, Craig. I'm so confused. <laughs> did Jimmy did mention? I know we're talking Supergirl, Jimmy. Now he did mention yeah. that Clark and Lex were best friends. Oh, really? In 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 um an earlier episode. I forgot about that. Supergirl. So they are they are they are cherry picking like ideas their friendship was the stuff of legends yeah, it's kind of like a vague they're using small i really feel like they're using smallville as a vague history much like superman returns used the first well, two superman movies as a vague history it's like some of that stuff happened some of it didn't it it's is interesting because i'm not going to name names because i don't want to get anybody in trouble but somebody i know who's on the supergirl writing staff was also a huge smallville fan mm-hmm. and they've got their storyline this season that's very davis bloom ass oh totally davis bloom. I, we called that but, we, were, we were talking the last last uh season finale of supergirl we were talking about that and i was like i thought they are so davis bloom making a concerted effort not to be like davis 2.0 okay because clearly samantha's gonna get with alex and <laughs> i mean predictable tv is predictable no, but um, yeah, it's, so it's not going to be Davis Bloom. Uh, we're not going to have like, you know, Henry James Olsen save the day at the end. And then, you know, that would explain a lot. I would. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, well, and then, you know, more Smallville connections. When, uh, the telescope. Yeah, the telescope. We see a lot of the telescope. And then, oh, I felt bad for Kenny. He got totally friend zoned there. Uh, so close. Uh, kind of like Chloe in early Smallville episodes. Yes, yes. Very she, she was kind of Chloe-esque with, you know, being nerdy and whatnot. But um, I, I really thought, you know, that when they go to, like, school the next day and, she, and Kara's hearing well, all what's going on, they zoom into her ear. I'm like, oh, are they going to, like, zoom all the way in and we can see her eardrum like we did on Smallville? <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. I would have been like, oh, my God. And then, But even the other students talking about Kenny kind of reminded me of, like, Smallville people talking about meteor freaks. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Did you um, so-and-so? Well, that one guy, he, he comes in, well, the, like the Whitney stand-in, uh, mm-hmm. he says, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. I was like, you know what? That's pretty funny. <laughs> it was funnier when Boy Meets World did it, though. <laughs> I feel like, is that the only reason they named this kid Kenny? Like, other than, no. obviously, he wasn't, he wasn't a conduit. <clears throat> so I just, a conduit, Captain. <laughs> I'm shocked. mon Kenny Braverman, why were these characters not on Smallville? The show ran for 10 years. Uh, Lori Lemmy. I don't think Brandon Routh should have been mon He's too old to be mon man. No, no, back on Smallville, yeah. Well, Because uh, mon was thought to be Clark's older brother. I guess, mon- I, you know, I say that. I guess Brandon Routh and Tom Welling are like the same age. So No, Brandon's <laughs> younger than Tom. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, um, they, you know, they're spending a lot of attention on the sheriff. And spoiler alert, another reason I felt like I was watching Smallville again, we have a corrupt sheriff. We have a sheriff who was the who was the killer, uh, or the attempted killer in Smallville's case. Like Riverdale. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, like this sheriff. I was watching. You know, you're watching this episode, and the the teacher is a good red herring, I think, because obviously yeah. he has the he has an agenda, he has a motive. But then, you know, I, I've seen, I'm thinking to myself, you know what? This sheriff has a whole lot of dialogue. Like the sheriff yeah. is way too many lines for just a generic cop, and I'm, they're going to do something with him. It's they should have gotten they should have gotten Eric Johnson to play the sheriff. Oh my god, it's so good. See. The, we need to like pitch our ultimate Smallville tribute for next year's Midvale episode. That's right. Like, <laughs> listen, people, 
We know Smallville. We always hold on to it. <laughs> that, Actually, that, that would probably be the role we'd give Tom Welling. As the sheriff? Yeah. As the villain? <laughs> well, he'd probably like that. He, he, you know, he plays a villain better than anything. I always say that about Smallville. Whenever he was oh, Red Kryptonite right. Clark or Evil Clark. Transference. Uh, yeah, Lionel Luther Clark. I was amazing. And then he was Ultraman. He was great. So whenever he's the bad guy, which is why I'm very excited, spoilers, about where Lucifer's going. Because uh, you could see that complete shift in his performance when his his character was revealed. And I'm like, oh, good. This explains why he was so boring and wooden for the last 10 episodes. Because <laughs> he was putting on a facade. Because, look, I love I love season three. Of this so oh, there you go. Pretty good. Um, episode title said an episode plus one. Um, Tom Welling is by far the weakest part of Lucifer season three, and he's the reason I'm watching it to begin with. So that's irony for you. But I feel like it's going to be a major shift now that his true identity has been revealed as Kal-El of Krypton. Anyway, moving on. Uh, they use X-ray vision, which is good to see. Uh, I know they use it on Supergirl, but it just it just felt like somebody in the woods using X-ray vision felt so small to me. I love seeing that. And again, like looking through a telescope and seeing things you probably aren't supposed to see. Yes, yes. Peeping Tom, super. Well, they do the whole thing where they look for Krypton, like they did in Skinwalker. You know, like, oh look, that's where it was, and it blew up. So that was cool. And they then, needed the caves. <laughs> she she falls in. Our the ultimate Midvale Smallville episode would have to have caves. As much as I dislike the Kalachi caves, you're totally right. We have to put it in there. They uh, never really resolved that. Well, they just like, yeah. I think in season, well, obviously they they tore down the set. Built the forces of solitude, and then in season eight, when oh, an eternal, which I only watched once. Oh, so there, there's so many episodes of Smallville when we get to the end of the series, guys. I've only watched once. It's it's you guys out there probably are more familiar. I'm so them. mad about that episode because it like killed like so many pieces of continuity. I'm like, no, oh, yeah. Well, then, well, yeah. They, they try to say that Davis was Sakith. I'm like, no, no, that's wrong. Yeah. It, but, but but Jimmy has pictures of the cave because God forbid we can't go back there. We tore yeah. that set down. Uh, let's just also point out that Jimmy was poor enough that he was stealing stuff for drugs. And yet he bought yeah, a penthouse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Overlooking the entire city at that. Oh my gosh. Um, but but you know, uh, speaking of, J- of Jimmy and all them, uh, Chloe, we get you know the Chloe reference here that they find the laptop with with Kara's X-ray vision. They find Kenny's laptop that was hidden by whoever. Cara, by the way. You know, I, I'm from Smallville, not Midville. I'd say Kara. Kara. Okay. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> you don't Kara. <care. laughs> I, I don't Kara. <laughs> okay. Hashtag I don't Kara. probably dread when I'm coming onto this thing for all my it, You know, you know it's, it's funny. I try to have some kind of structure, but that's why, you know, it's good to have you on these episodes where I don't have a structure, correct? So we can just talk all around everything. It doesn't really matter, you know, because yeah. it's one of these, these free-flowing conversations. But uh, yeah. it's, it's fun. I enjoy it. So... They find Kara, Car. I don't know, whatever. Kara finds the laptop, but it has a bunch of like you know water damage and outdoor damage. So they send it off to Clark's friend Chloe, who has a wall of weird. And then oh. I, like how, I like how Alex was like, "I have no idea what any of that means." <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> says says all the non-Smallville fans out there. But I see. I also liked that because that was a reference to something that was unique to the show. Mm-hmm, that's true. You know, it's not another Chloe. It is that's the Chloe we're talking about. And that is why our, that is why all the people are confused out there. I would say. Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's like saying, "Oh, well, Superman wears a costume in this, so he's going to wear a costume in everything." Oh, not on Smallville. He's not Greg. You, you don't tell Superman not to fly. <laughs> Very good. He's super dad. That's a, a, a line that Brother Blood had in this last episode. Another reason, another Arrowverse connection. Uh, Brother Blood is a main character on Lucifer as well. So uh, he, he, has a, he calls himself super dad in that episode uh, that aired this week. So. Apparently there's a more pointed reference that's coming in a few weeks. I oh, can't wait. No Tyson flights. Uh, 
He's going to be wearing one of his No Tights, No Fights t-shirts. <laughs> well, I asked him. I should find the audio and post it. I asked him if he'd like to have Rosenbaum on this for... Mm-hmm. And of course he'd like to, but I forgot what exactly his answer was. So I need to post it. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be, that'd be, that'd be like when uh, William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy run like TJ Hooker together. <laughs> Didn't they both appear in an episode of Mission Impossible together? Or am I imagining that? Uh, I believe so. I can't, don't quote me <clears> on that, but I know that there's been a handful of shows that they, they always tried to appear on being, you know, being friends and ex co-stars and stuff. And always a big gimmicky thing. Or like when, uh, like when Christopher Lloyd was on uh, spin city. Yeah. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. It's like taking your trip or when Tom Wolfhat was on Smallville. Oh, God. Yes. Not that a whole generation will ever know what the Dukes of Hazard is again. And where was Tom Wopat at his funeral? Come on. Spoilers. Why um, wasn't Pete at Clark's wedding? Pete was in jail. <laughs> Even Chloe made it and she had some other meetings to go to. <laughs> where are all those people at Clark's wedding? You know, I'll, I'll say this. At least the Arrowverse, at least I recognized more than five people. At those weddings, <laughs> but then you wonder where's Jay Garrick? Yeah, where is where's, where's Jay Garrick? Yeah, where are these people? Why is it they speed Diggle into town to get them married, but didn't even invite him to their wedding? Well, it wasn't going to be their wedding at first. No, I'm talking about Barry and Iris. Oh, oh, right. And where's Lila? So, where's John Diggle Jr.? Why doesn't Lila call the FBI lady on Arrow and be like, "Back off"? <laughs> So many questions. <laughs> oh, so getting back to uh, Midvale, which I think was going to be our topic today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, the Lucifer, huh? <laughs> yes, the Sinner Man, <laughs> uh, which is a ridiculous name. And I like how they, I, I like how they point out how ridiculous man, it is. And I oh, can do anything. Uh, when uh, I liked how this is not small related, but I, I, I liked how when um, Alex confronted the uh, the student having the affair with the teacher in the bathroom. She hands her that picture, and the student rips it up, and Alex is like, I have another one. <laughs> so I, just, I just really like that, because you always see people do that. And, uh, and, you know, it's like, it reminded me of, uh, and, well, in Reckoning, when uh, Jonathan is confronted with that picture, you know, wow. that Lionel yeah. has, and you never find out exactly what it is of. Uh, but he crumples it up and throws it away. Like, you don't think there's multiple copies of this, people? But anyway. Uh, and of course, we already mentioned it's kind of flashback. Everyone has the Razor flip phones. I love that. That was like, yes, yes. 2007. But again, it makes me feel really old too. Like I, I was thinking, where was Smallville at this time period? Oh man! <laughs> <clears throat> and then you know, another Smallville, not not quite a Smallville connection, but close enough. There's a near car accident on a bridge. You know, I thought I thought that qualifies. You know, when Karen Alex right. got ran off a bridge by a car. So here's a weird thing, though. You know, di- they did say it was 2007, but haven't they also said Jeremiah has been gone for 15 years? Uh, maybe he was gone for twelve years. But you know what I mean. It's the well, timeline. No, no. If she, uh, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> it's all Barry's fault. Uh, flashpoint. We just know Superman landed in nineteen eighty nine in the meteor shower. That's all we know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You're right. See, that's that, and that's why I'm so confused. I was like, when? How long was Dean King living with those guys? You know. And where's Dean Kane anyway? What, I mean, when is he going to be back on Supergirl? That's what I want to know. He's going to run for senator in Alabama. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm disappointed that and this is not this is neither here nor there, but I'll bring it up now. I'm very disappointed that we didn't see Dean Kane as Cyborg Superman, like a real Cyborg Superman, like it's in a costume. Time. 
I mean, there's still time, I hope. But, I mean, come on. We have to see that. But now he's he's not evil. Like, I thought the whole thing was he was going to be in Cadmus. He was going to come back. He was going to be evil. He was going to be Superman costume. And we didn't get That'd it. That would be amazing. And then have him team up with Jay Garrick. <laughs> yeah, all exactly. All childhood heroes can, like... And then Michael Keaton uh, can come by for something. Um, Michael and, Keaton's kind of busy. Val Kilmer can come by for <laughs> he's but, been going uh, to the buffet with with lieutenant pierce yeah they, but, <laughs> Kilmer and tom welling are, are golden corral buddies let me tell you but uh anyway oh wow that's a texas reference <laughs> so so getting back to midvale i did like how you know when chloe it's so funny you know she chloe texts him back like hey here's the hard drive and like you said craig i can just imagine allison mack on the other side of that keyboard sending that and it did remind me of season one when, when clark would only communicate to kara through text <laughs> Uh, where it's like we can't show this character, but here they are. One of my uh, one of my favorite memes from season one was uh, you, you see Kara's desktop, and it's like Clark Kent. It's like, hey, Kara, good job oh, saving gosh. the world. That and was terrible. Like, and it's like Batman and Wonder Woman are here, and they say hello too. <laughs> that was a meme online. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> but uh, I'm so glad they they broke that. That billionaire with the toys and the wondrous, wondrous will throw you for a loop. Ugh. So how so and then how long how long were Kara and Alex actually there? Because they go to sleep at, at their mom's house, like in the in the present day. Because they go to sleep, they wake up, they make up, and then they leave immediately. Like, was there? Did we miss a couple? Did we skip forward a couple days? I guess. Or? Maybe maybe they were just pissed off for a couple days. <laughs> they just <laughs> I know, right? they just didn't talk to each other for so many days. <laughs> My alien went away. My girlfriend went away. I hate you. I hate you too. That's, and that, that's the other thing. Like. It, like, I understand this is the CW and everything revolves around relationships, right? But we spent all of last season on both of these women having relationships, right? And both of their significant others left this season. And it feels like such a waste, you know? That's just my take on it. Well, I mean, I don't think they expected Floriana to leave the show. Mm-hmm. You gotta lock and, these people down, man. Like, Colton Haynes, you gotta lock them down, you know? You lock these yeah, because he's totally been back a lot. <laughs> I mean, Tommy Merlin's appeared more than him, and Tommy Merlin stars <laughs> on a show on NBC. Yeah. Can I get Colton Hayes for one one scene, you know, for a crossover or well, something? Well, Colton is in Vancouver right now, but just for the Arrow Christmas party, apparently. Hmm. Can, somebody, can somebody bring a camera to that? Can we get some, <laughs> some footage <laughs> of just him, insert that into an episode for a Christmas party or something? But I miss, I miss Roy on the show, you know? It's yeah. crazy how different Arrow is now than the way it was. It's just unrecognizable, but, you know... In a good way, though, because I feel like we've talked about era. Since we're talking about just everything here, Craig, as we do, I'll okay. say this. I, I, <laughs> three and four, bad seasons. Oh, terrible. Five was pretty incredible. The five. finale of five Amazing. was as good as Smallville's finales. For sure. Except so, for Doomsday, which was a pilot shit. And the finale, which is questionable. The finale yeah. finale. Uh, I consider the season eight finale to be Bride because that would have been a perfect oh, season. Yeah, I know, right? Amazing. That's an amazing <clears throat> episode. And, then, and okay. it's interesting because Supergirl kind of left off kind of like Bride. And the so Legion got- of Superheroes are coming. <laughs> exactly. You knew where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, it's all connected, man. So um, anyway, I, I really I really liked this episode. I, I, I thought it was great. And uh, I okay. just... It was my probably my favorite of this year just because... It did give me that feeling. And, uh, you know, I mean, shooting in Vancouver probably helps for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I mean, know? the same locations, the same kids in high school, just the whole vibe of everything was so small. Kids in high school played by 25-year-olds. I mean... Are they, are they really... These girls look younger. No, than these me. girls weren't. I'm talking about, like, the supporting <laughs> kids. Oh, like, yeah. the girl was sleeping with the teacher. I mean, oh, really. Yeah. And, the, and the jock guy. Who was <laughs> the jock. 
Maybe this is a cut in Eric Johnson just playing the draft guy. Funny. Perfect. Forty-five year old man. I think Eric's only like forty now. Oh. Yeah, it's weird to think the Smallville actors are like forty-ish now. Well, that's crazy I mean, because they've been so. Here's the deal: like Kristen Krug is ageless. You know, she doesn't age at all, and she's she been on, the youngest. I, I'm, I just, think I'm saying though, like if you look like at thirty-five like, now, a picture from her from like season five of Smallville. And oh yeah. It's exactly the same. So, and she's been on Beauty and the Beast. She's been out there in the public eye. Lex, of course, Michael Rosenbaum looks very different with the hair. You know, yeah. Allison Mack has aged pretty well. You kind of saw her grow up on the show. But then by the end of like season nine and ten, Allison Mack looks like Allison Mack does now. You need to go to the Kilmer Buffet, though. <laughs> need some meat on her bones is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Erica Durant, you know, looks pretty much the same. You know, she's a little older than the other, um, you know. Laura Vandervoort looks great, too. She's exactly the same. Exactly the same, you know. So, what I'm saying is, like, none of the, the – that's what we're dealing with. So, Smallville was always the kind of this ageless bubble, right? It's Except like, for um, Sheriff Pierce or Sheriff. Yes, and that's, that's, that's my point. It's like, so, so Smallville is in this ageless bubble, and then you're like, da-da-da-da-da, and then you see, oh, Tom Mullins come back, great. And then you see him, you're like, oh, man. He grew time up. Is, time is past. <laughs> and that's yeah. fine. I mean, look, we poke, we poke fun at Tom Elling and stuff. He, he's 40 years old. Give the man a break. And, you know, I think they hey, have... I knew somebody else who turned 40 last week, so... Well, happy birthday, Craig, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm and, old. And you look the same was, as you did 10 years ago. No, I don't. But uh, thank you. No, but, um, yeah, I just like Tom, I was 23 years old when the whole Smallville journey started. Hmm. It's so weird, you know, to think... But yeah, that that's what that's what does it though. Seeing Tom Welling more than anybody else, it's like really cements like, man, time has passed. Uh, and it's weird because you know we had flashbacks to the future in Smallville, like to this period in time where yeah. you had like you know twenty ten era Tom Welling looking exactly the same. It's like no, 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 <laughs> that doesn't line up. I mean, like it's so uptight, nerdy. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> well done, my man. Oh, somebody somebody really should find a way to video edit. That Clark next to Marcus Pierce. <laughs> and just cut out the nerdy part, but uptight. I mean, it would totally fit. It would fit. It would fit. And I, I think, honestly, I, 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 and I'm hoping I'm right here, I feel like that's part of the, the character. You know, like he was kind of standoffish and boring and wooden, you know, because he was yeah. in disguise. We'll go, with that. We'll, go, <laughs> we'll go with that indeed. So anyway. Oh, also, Smallville Connections. Yes. Just, we're going on tangents. Aqua Bro is going to be in the Titans TV show as oh, Hawk. He's, uh, he's, yeah, Hawk and Dove. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Aqua Bro gets around. And he was actually supposedly one of the contenders for Shazam. Yeah. You know, I I, uh, I remember he was tweeting about it. And I was like, oh, really? That'd be. I'd kind of like him better than Zachary Levi. Well, he's more built for it. But Levi can work out and stuff. I mean, you've seen before and after his actors when they get cast. But uh, I just I associate Zachary Levi with so many other things. Um sure. It's I mean, Heroes Reborn, for example. What's that, that show happened? <laughs> oh, it happened, my friend. Yeah, uh, The Legends of Tomorrow made me forget it. <laughs> they did that little zapper thing. They made everybody forget Barry and Iris's first wedding that the Nazis didn't destroy. I mean, oh, never mind. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But uh, the, uh, yeah. I, that would have been cool. Well, you know, and then all these guys are in Blue Mountain State together. That's another show I'll have to talk about. That was before Pete went to jail. Pete, Pete, Oliver Queen. Uh, oh, Stephen Amell was in that too? Yeah, he was in that. Uh, Alan Richardson. <laughs> Wet and ready, bro. <laughs> Stay tuned. Like the gayest line in 10 seasons of Smallville. <laughs> what? I know there's some more people in there. But... But was Lee Thompson Young in it? 
at any point? Oh, I think he was. I think he was. So, R.I.P. Cyborg. Yeah, mm, tough. See, if he had Miles Dyson as his dad, he would have lived. Oh my God, Craig! <laughs> <laughs> I have to leave that in because it's so funny. <laughs> but it's highly inappropriate. Well, what's even more inappropriate that I'm going to bring up because all your listeners probably think I'm tasteless ass. Um, on Flash Forward, his character actually died the same way that he died in real life, but his character's name was Al Goff. Really? Yeah. Was that intentional? Yes, he was named after Al Goff. Oh. Which is unfortunate because he was a really nice guy. Yeah. I interviewed him a couple times. Seems I was really shocked when that happened. So. Yeah. You know, I joke about things that make me uncomfortable. Sometimes. Yeah, well, I, I do too. That's why I've been laughing about the Alex and Max sex cult. <laughs> you know I mean? What sex cult? There's no such thing as okay. an Alex and Max sex cult. I'm sorry, the Kristen Crick and her boyfriend sex cult. No, they're just the ones that. No, never mind. <laughs> no, I, everybody well, do your own research and come to your own conclusions. Do your own research, but know that Kristen escaped several years ago before they did the branding. Yes, yes, that is true. Yeah. Although, isn't Allison supposed to be on Michael's podcast? Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I remember I saw something about, I think she was at a convention, and somebody asked her about the podcast. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go down there with Michael, and I don't know if they had done it or they were going to do it, but I have a feeling that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, I heard her um, publicity people dropped her. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah, but I mean... I just hope she's okay because, I mean, she's always been really nice to me. Yeah, Not I just... Like, a deciding factor in whether somebody should... You know what I mean, though. It's like... Um, and also, she's... You know, we were talking about Chloe being kind of like something that brings happy feelings to fans of Smallville. And Allison is also, I mean, by extension, somebody that brings happy feelings about Smallville. Mm-hmm. It's like you see a picture of her now and you're like, oh, look, it's Chloe. Right. It's kind, of, it's kind of like when we see Kristen or any of them. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's like, or why is Lois Lane pretending to be Kara's mother? <laughs> A.K.A. Sheriff Noel Neal, Nancy <laughs> Adams. <laughs> if I had been writing it, I would have made her Nancy Adams. Just yes, to- that would have made a lot more sense. And it would have just gone over so many people's heads, but we would have laughed. So Yeah, you know, I, I'm kind of serious. We need to pitch our... Midvale sequel episode, but if they do another Midvale episode, we need to podcast about it because that was fun. Oh, absolutely, man! This is so this this is Midvale special number one, and hopefully there'll be a series of these. Well, it was also a great idea too because I mean, obviously um, Melissa and Kyler had to do the crossover, so it gave them some time off as well. Yeah, honestly, I think the key to this episode is the actresses playing young Kara and young Alex. And if they they didn't work, it all would have fallen apart. But they did, and I want to see more of these characters. They made. If it had been like the time that Smallville had the flashback that had the young Chloe that looked nothing like Allison Mack, <laughs> that was awful too. And, and the young Clark looked nothing like Tom. I think the young Chloe yeah. looked better. Like, oh, which one are you talking about? Hold on. Which one are you talking about? It was like season eight or so. Uh, uh, um, where her mind gets erased? Yeah. Okay. I thought you might have been talking about the one with the Wonder Woman because that girl didn't look like Allison Mack. I don't remember that one. And she was so young, it just didn't matter. Um, I, I just think that her mom looked kind of like the president on Supergirl. <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah. I think she kind of looks like Wonder Woman. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, the, the actresses here are so great, and they're so spot on, younger version. Much like, you know, this. we mentioned This Is Us, right? That whole show is, like, predicated on, you know, yeah. flash forwards and flashbacks. I think the younger kids aren't quite – they don't quite match up 
to the adult kids, but the middle kids, like the te- when they're teenagers, those actors are amazing. They look just like, and they act just like the grown-up characters. They capture perfectly. And I how think- douchey would it be to get the younger Kevin to play the younger Oliver Queen on Arrow? <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. I'd be like, oh, you- speaking of, did yeah. you see the photo of Stephen Amell with Justin Hartley? At I a did. I did. And then he teased that out. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I still I, I'd like to see Justin wearing the arrow costume. Oh, that would be badass, that. man. That'd be badass. I would love to see. I don't know what I don't know what they could do though, because I, I I because it, it's a dangerous road here, Craig. Because if they start just bringing in all these Marvel actors as different characters, we'll never get a true Smallville Earth crossover with the Arrowverse. This is true. So I mean, like, I don't want to like... see Oliver Queen as some random. I don't want to see Justin Hartley as some random guy. I want to see him as Oliver Queen from Earth Ten or S or whatever. Well, the original idea for Justin to be on Arrow, which of course is probably thrown out the door now, was to have Justin star in the Oliver Queen story as a movie in the show. Mm. And that would have been their gag. But I I kept thinking that's kind of below him. Like season one, season two, something like that? Well, I mean, I guess later on in the run, once Oliver is known as the Green Arrow, somebody would do a movie. Oh, I got it. Justin would have been. I'd like to see Justin play Hal Jordan. That would be fun. Just have him play another Justice League. Perfect. Mean, you know, it, seriously, if they're not if they're not going to bring <clears throat> in all these characters as their actual characters, just to hell with it. Bring them all he's in. Already, he's already been Aquaman, or just have him be Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, Aquaman in there, and then you can tie in the Mercy Reef pilot with Ving Rhames. Perfect. I love Could it. Ving Rhames show up too, and New Diamond Phillips. You're, you're going to do an episode of Always Hold On to Mercy Reef. Aren't you? <laughs> oh, we have to. We have to. Do it before season six, though, because that's when the one girl shows up in like Wither or something. Oh, well, yeah. Well, then what's her name? Uh, Adrian Padalecki is in it, and she's in everything. Yeah, and then um, also poor man's Ben Affleck from the episode Hug was in it. Rick Peters. Oh, you know, I never thought of him that way before, but... He kind of, yeah, I, told, I, see it, ben I see it there. No, no, I, I, it's strategic <laughs> when I have to cover these things. Like, I'm like, Birds of Prey? I think I might talk about it at the end because it's very a tangible spinoff, but... And it takes place in the future anyway. <sighs> Good call, Craig. Good call. Uh, Mercy, so Reef, think, Mercy Reef, I think I should talk about between seasons five and six because that kind of led to him being Green Arrow. And then also I'll talk about Superman Returns in that timeline as well. So, Oh, man, so, so, much, yeah. so much ahead of us, man. It's, it's exciting times. But, you know, do you think, honestly, yeah. do, you, do you think they will do more episodes in Midvale? I hope so. Absolutely. Because it was very well received. People love the young versions of the characters. And like I said, it gives Melissa and Kyler some time off. Well, here's my here's my suggestion then, because they've they've adopted this really weird schedule with Supergirl now, where it's like Supergirl is going to be on Monday, and then it's going to take a break, and Legends of Tomorrow is going to be on, and then Supergirl is going to come back in like April and run through the middle of June. So it's it's really weird their approach. I guess they're just trying to juggle all these Supergirl shows. I actually love it because we're if that hadn't happened, Supergirl would have been in reruns for half that time anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know now we get new TV all this time and we get to continue having Supergirl until like a month into the summer, which, you know, like with Smallville, once it was like May 15th, we were done until like October. <laughs> right. So I, I'm, all, I'm down with this. I like it a lot. Well, I mean, no, I, I like it too, but I think, I think they should, they should use that and like, you know, let's do a mid Vale mini series. <clears throat> Cause these girls are going to grow up. You know, there's only a certain amount of time. There's a certain limited window. Um, How often you can have flashback stories of these kids in high school. I don't think, I don't, because of the nature of like the CW's deal with like Netflix, et cetera, 
-hmm. it's per season. And I think seasons need to be a certain number of episodes. Like 16 episodes, like Christmas tomorrow, right? (laughs) Yeah, you know, something like that. Like, I think if we ever were to see a miniseries based on something from Supergirl, it probably would be Superman. Thank you. We need that too. We need all these shows because, see, you can make, you can, what I'm thinking. Too many. (laughs) I mean, not even counting like iZombie, there are five. DC shows on the CW now with Black Lightning coming out. Well, yeah, That's I, like so too many. to that point, Greg, yeah, I, I, I am glad they changed the schedule. That way you only have to watch four shows a week instead of five because it's getting impossible to keep up with this crap. <laughs> oh, I haven't even caught up on last week's stuff. So I'm behind, but it's like, you know, like I think that's the other thing that's just kind of unfortunate with timing. It's like Smallville had 10 seasons and never got a spinoff. Uh-huh. Even though Justice was like the highest rated episode in the history of the CW, I think at that point, that's sad. Well, they they want to do that. Stephen S. Tonight has mentioned he wanted to do an actual Justice League yeah. spinoff of those guys, but the technology yeah. just wasn't there yet. No, that. he ta- he talked to me. No, he talked to me about it for yeah. uh, the season six book. Yeah, and you know he had great ideas, and I mean Justice League also almost happened at the end of season eight. But was it a budget thing? I mean, what was why was there no spinoffs to Smallville, Craig? Because Don Ostroff hated Smallville. Really? No, like we used to joke about it, but yeah, I mean, I have a feeling if the CW hadn't happened, also Alan Miles would have stuck with the show to the end. Mm. Because the WB believed in the show and believed in them. Don Ostroff kept trying to bury the show on Fridays. I remember, I think it was like season nine. It was on Fridays. It didn't even have a lead at it. It was like top model repeat. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like they didn't care. Well, it got, yeah, it got put into the death slot and it survived. And that's why I got a 10th season. So, Well, what's weird though is, you know, one could argue that when the show was moved to Thursdays at eight for season five, it was sent there to die because they thought that was going to be the final season. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. Well, did they know? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, everything else. I mean, the OC faded, Alias died that year. Heroes came and went during Smallville's reign. So Heroes came and went during season six. Well, no, well, well, yes, but it did last until like we don't, season eight or nine. Heroes came and went during season six. I like, I like people's fan theories that uh, This Is Us is some like alternate universe Peter Petrelli. Oh, God. Like that, that's where he went. <laughs> you know? Green, Green Arrow happens to be there. And <laughs> yes. Rapunzel. And... Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Good t- so I, I really hope there's sequel, either a sequel episodes or a, a series. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm telling you, you could do you could do a This Is Us of Supergirl, but with Midvale, it'd be so good. So just copy the formula; it works, man. So yeah, but I hope they don't take it too far if they do it. Like I don't want to see like a younger Cat Grant who's not Calista Flockhart. That's true. They got to be. They got to keep it localized. They got to keep it localized. You're right. But uh, see, see the one thing though that that I feel like they left the the door just creaked open a little bit. It was because when they get that telescope at the end, Alex is like, oh, that's the best thank you we ever got from anyone. I feel like, oh, did they do more of this stuff? Did they do more Nancy during about? Uh, no, of course they did. Uh, so that's plenty of opportunities. So I, 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 I don't want yeah. to, you're right. I don't want to milk it too much, but I feel like there's enough story potential there where we could have a lot of more fun stories about young Kara and Alex in Midvale. Uh, young Kara and Alex every year, maybe. I'd, I'd say once a year, maybe twice a year, they could pull it off, but... Mm. I don't think they would make like a whole series or, you know, whatever, but oh, I would watch it. That would probably be my oh, favorite show <laughs> of all these shows. <laughs> Always hold on to Midvale, my friends. So Yes. But that's a good place to end it. We have to do the tally board, my friend. Okay. Go because, for it. because I'm hoping we have a lot of these episodes. 
right? Okay. So, so I'm going to give this episode A minus because of the A minus is for the ridiculous insertion of Erica Durant as as the new <laughs> Sheriff Nancy Adams. <laughs> yeah, that was just needless. So A minus for me. What would you give this, Craig, on the letter scale? B plus because they did not have any Smallville music in it. Okay. Ooh, lower than me, man. Loved it, but I'm just I'm being extra critical. Gotcha. Because gotcha. I I, I kind of want our ultimate Smallville episode where he turns into Phil Morris and I have I have a list of songs already in mind, so we're good. Uh, we'll be loved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, A minus for me, B plus for you. IMDb giving it eight point six. Uh, Superman homepage which does reviews of Supergirl episodes, give it four out of five. And this is what they said. Just a quick paragraph here. Uh, Christopher Hart said this on Superman homepage. Flashback episodes can be risky for any show. When handled poorly, it's easy for them to come across as self-indulgent, self-indulgent time-wasting filler content. But handled right, they bring wonderful insight into the history and motivations of the characters we love. Midvale always looked like it was going to be something a little different and out of the norm. And that's exactly what we got. I'm happy to say that it paid off immensely. And I 100% agree. Loved it. And hey, guess what? This episode passed the Bechtel test. What do you, <laughs> who would have thought that, Greg? So. Woo! Something on the CW passed. Yeah. And then for the tally board, we have the episode title set in episode, because they say Midvale. KO to keep Kara's secret. It's one. Yeah. We have Harvest. <laughs> Fair enough. And then we have a Midvale high student death. One. So we have... <laughs> <laughs> keeping the small tradition alive so i loved this episode I, it was it really was like like oh yeah watching smallville again and, and i look forward to more trips to midvale in supergirl's feature so if people want to find you out there on the internet craig where can they find you you can find me on kryptonsite.com it still exists also um you had mentioned reviews uh we have somebody who's starting to review again all right so that'll be back and yeah, I mean, that's where my super stuff is. I'm uh, also covering the upcoming show, Krypton. So, you know, I, I finally have, you know, the right website name for it. <laughs> that's true, finally. You know, it, it took how 20 years. Did they, they, did, they didn't even say the name Krypton on Smallville until Rosetta. Yeah. Unless you count the time they played that one song, it's like they it's meant night on this yeah. one-way street. Exactly. <laughs> Man, you get those notes. Thank but, you. Uh, Thank you. That was Ryan, wasn't it, or was it Stray? That was Stray. It was the end of Stray. Okay, there we go. And now that guy like is like a sheriff on Teenage. <laughs> he's a sheriff, and he's like twenty-five. <laughs> he's twenty-five. <laughs> that, that's your official cue to feel old. <laughs> exactly. Little Ryan from. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah maybe he should have been the teacher oh, man yeah he's got to be in our crossover episode or he could have been a jock at small <laughs> I mean <laughs> jock, 30 year old jock seriously man we have to even if it's just fan fiction we have to cast we have to come up with music <laughs> this will be fun so we have to get it ready for uh, for next year's Midville episode but. always hold on to Midville all right, well, thanks, Craig. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at MoronZach. That's M-O-O-R-E-O-N-Z-S-E-H. You can find the podcast on Twitter at AlwaysMallville with one S. You can find us on Facebook at Always Hold On to Smallville. And you can send us an email at AlwaysMallville at gmail.com. And please be sure to do that because we're having a mailbag episode coming up. Uh, so we're going to read all your mail, all your messages, tweets, whatever, whatever kind of tweeting messages, Facebook messages, emails, any kind of communication you guys want to send in for that. Uh, we're going to read that coming up here at the end of this month. Then we'll go on a little short hiatus to get a head start on season three. And we'll be back in January 
to talk about season three. So I'm excited for that. And until then, always hold on to Smallville. And Midville. about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.